The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, you know what? The days are starting to get longer. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. Thursday of the fourth week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Zeno. He was a martyred soldier at Nicomedia, modern day Turkey. He was seized and condemned to death for laughing while Emperor Diocletian offered a sacrifice to the Roman god Ceres. Zeno had his jaws shattered, and then he was beheaded. St. Zeno died in the year 303. St. Zeno, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart, and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass, with our prayer, work, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins, and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the Church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus as a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, it's only three more days to Christmas, and undoubtedly for most of us, these are going to be very busy days. And for some, I'm thinking of mothers in particular, these can be incredibly busy days. But for everybody, there's, except maybe for the little kids, there's a lot to be done. Last minute shopping, the tree has to be put up if it's not up already, the crib, if that's not already up, that has to be finished, wrapping gifts, cooking of course, cleaning, and, well, perhaps most importantly, getting provisions for Santa and his reindeer. How should we face into a busy time like this? Because, of course, it continues a little bit after Christmas as well. There's a lot of 
cleaning up all the rubble and and uh, a lot of work, a lot of work still to be done. And and sometimes, certainly I notice that people can be a little bit burned out after Christmas. How do we face into what might be a very busy time? Well, the church gives us the example of Our Lady in today's Gospel. And we revisit something that happened nine months ago, and that is the visitation. Where a lady, very soon after being told by the angel Gabriel, having asked to be the mother of God, and of course saying yes, we're told how Our Lady, as quickly as she could, went to her cousin Elizabeth, who she'd been told was now expecting, was an elderly woman, and so it was going to be very hard for her. And she went there, and we're told also she stayed about three months. Now she went there really knowing that those three months would be immensely busy for her. She would be taking over all the housework. You can imagine the first thing she would say to her cousin Elizabeth was, Elizabeth, I'm looking after the cooking and the cleaning. and You have to take it easy. On top of that, there was Zechariah, her, her husband, who, who was deaf. Remember that might have been stuck, he'd been struck dumb, but it seems that he might have been deaf as well as a result. It's a bit unclear, but, but certainly that added complications, uh, to the whole, to the whole three months. And many other things that we could imagine Our Lady would have volunteered to look after. So, and she knew when she was arriving there that these were going to be three really hectic months for her. Precisely at a time when she now was expecting, when she could have been making her own preparations for the birth of the Messiah, no less, the Son of God. We can imagine that there's many, many, many things that a lady could have done, might like to have done, but certainly wasn't able to for the moment, because she would be dedicating her time 100% to looking after Elizabeth and the family. So how did she feel about this when she arrived at that house in the little village of Ein Karim, as it's now called? Was she nervous? Was she resentful? Thinking, well, here I am, but gee, shouldn't I be back in Nazareth doing far more important things? Did she arrive thinking, well, how can I get out of this? Is there any way can I get a shortcut? Well, Today's gospel gives us the answer, because Our Lady arrives literally singing a song. And the song that she sings, which is strictly speaking a canticle, is, is the Magnificat. Remember, it begins, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit exults in God my Saviour. Well, this really is one happy song. Our Lady is saying, I am bursting with joy. Now, she's bursting in joy, with joy primarily, of course, because the Messiah is to be born, and, and born of her, that God has, 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 has chosen to become man of her. And so there's a great joy in Our Lady. But she doesn't come there to the house of, of Elizabeth Gloomy, saying, well, what do I have to do? She's, she's there, literally arriving, singing songs. And this suggests, to me at least, that Mary has really decided 
even if it would be easier for me to stay in Nazareth, even if I'm going to be worn out by the work I do here over the next three months, even if I had other plans to make preparations for the birth of my son. Despite all that, I am going to do this with a smile. Our Lady very naturally does something that St. Paul encourages the Corinthians in a letter much later. This letter that he writes to the Corinthians in, in Corinth in Greece, he writes this, Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. It's a great line. And it's a great line. We see that it being lived out by Our Lady, very much so. But also, we see that you and I, perhaps we should make that decision here and now. Lord, those jobs that I really would prefer not to do over this Christmas period, that I'm not going to do them reluctantly, looking like I'm being led to the guillotine. No, but singing songs, if, 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 if that's acceptable to the people around me. How is it possible that Our Lady is so happy that she is, starts off those three months singing songs? And we can imagine she sang lots of songs during those three months. Well, first of all, because she knows she is bringing Elizabeth tremendous joy. She is an answer to prayer for Elizabeth and, and, and Zachariah. And also, she's a tremendous, she will be a tremendous help to many others over those coming months. And that always makes us happy, knowing we're making other people happy. Secondly, she also knows she is not a loser in this. God's plans are always the best for me too. Not only will Elizabeth and Zachariah come out as winners, but she will too. God does not allow himself to be outdone in generosity. So it will be the very best thing for her too, and for her child, to be born. I don't know that Elizabeth, that Mary realizes that John the Baptist would be so important in the life of Jesus, but he is. So in that sense, Our Lady is already looking after the plan for her own son. And thirdly, we are we can imagine that Our Lady knows that even if I'm tired, even if I prefer one one level to be elsewhere, God will give me joy through this. And this is something we're told in the Acts of the Apostles. A very interesting line. Because it actually quotes Jesus, something that we don't hear in the Gospel. Listen to this. In all things, I have shown you that by so toiling, one must help the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. That's St. Paul speaking. And he's quoting Jesus in a line that we don't actually get in the Gospel. So he's saying, Jesus went around saying, obviously, quite often, it is more blessed to give than to receive. I mean, maybe maybe Jesus heard it from Our Lady. Maybe that was kind of like one of her mottos. It's better to give than to receive. And so that's Our Lady's philosophy, completely. She's so happy to give. It's funny, there are people who, who have everything, everything, and they, they never maybe even need to make sacrifices. Just heard today about a, a caliph of Cordoba in the 10th century, a guy called Abd al-Rahman III. 
in, in, in uh, Cordoba in Spain. And at the age of 70, he wrote this rather gloomy little thing in his diary. I have now reigned above 50 years in victory or peace, beloved by my subjects, dreaded by my enemies, and respected by my allies. Riches and honours, powers and pleasures have waited on my call, and the payoff, that's not him, that's me, I have diligently numbered the days of pure and genuine happiness which have fallen to my lot. They amount to fourteen. Wow. So he was not a jolly fellow. Fourteen days, it was seventy years, were happy days. And that, despite being the Caliph of Cordoba and having everything, as he says. So, Our Lady is so right. And it's such a good thing for us to keep in mind these days. It is better to give than receive. Let us give cheerfully, give joyfully, like Our Lady. We can imagine her saying to us, if you'd, if you'd met her during those, those three months, she would say, I have never been happier. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father, Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the fourth week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. The Lord is close at hand. 
Come, let us worship him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works, the Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray. And they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Glory to the Father and to the Son. And to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own own strength strength could could not not save them. It was was your your strength and the the light light of of your your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. 
It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Or stretched out our hands to another god? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. 
the church formed at the cost of your precious blood, as even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Hear the word of the Lord, all you nations. Proclaim Proclaim it it to to the the ends ends of the the earth. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, my Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget her infant, be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Even should she forget, I will never forget you. See, upon the palms of my hands I have written your name, your walls are ever before me. Your rebuilders make haste, as those who tore you down and laid you waste. Go forth from you. Look about and see. They are all gathering and coming to you. As I live, says the Lord, you shall be arrayed with them as with adornments. Like a bride, you shall fasten them on you. Though you were waste and desolate, a land of ruins, now you shall be too small for your inhabitants, while those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children whom you had lost shall yet say to you, This place is too small for me. Make room for me to live in. You shall ask yourself, Who has borne me these? I was bereft and barren, exiled and repudiated. Who has reared them? I was left alone. Where then do these come from? Thus says the Lord God, See, I will lift up my hand to the nations and raise my signal to the peoples. They shall bring their sons in their arms, and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers, their princesses your nurses. Bowing to the ground, they shall worship you and lick the dust at your feet. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, and those who hope in me shall never be disappointed. Thus says the Lord. Can booty be taken from a warrior, or captives be rescued from a tyrant? Yes, captives can be taken from a warrior, and booty be rescued from a tyrant. Those who oppose you, I will oppose. Your sons, I will save. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh, and they shall be drunk with their own blood, as with the juice of the grape. All mankind shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Thus says the Lord, Where is the bill of divorce with which I dismissed your mother? Or to which of my creditors have I sold you? It was for your sins that you were sold, for your crimes that your mother was dismissed. The Word of the Lord. Could a mother ever forget her infant and not take compassion on the child of her womb? Even if a mother should forget, I would would never never forget forget you, says the Lord. Lord.
My father and my mother have neglected me, but you, Lord, have lifted me up. Even if a mother should forget, I would never forget you, says the Lord. From a Commentary on Luke by Venerable Betty, Priest The Magnificat Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. The Lord has exalted me by a gift so great, so unheard of, that language is useless to describe it, and the depths of love in my heart can scarcely grasp it. I offer, then, all the powers of my soul in praise and thanksgiving. As I contemplate His greatness, which knows no limits, I joyfully surrender my whole life, my senses, my judgment, for my spirit rejoices in the eternal Godhead of that Jesus, that Savior, whom I have conceived in this world of time. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is His name. Mary looks back to the beginning of her song, where she said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Only that soul for whom the Lord in His love does great things can proclaim His greatness with fitting praise and encourage those who share her desire and purpose, saying, Join with me in proclaiming the greatness of the Lord. Let us extol His name together. Those who know the Lord yet refuse to proclaim His greatness and sanctify His name to the limit of their power will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. His name is called holy because in the sublimity of His unique power, He surpasses every creature and is far removed from all that He has made. He has come to the help of His servant Israel, for He has remembered His promise of mercy. In a beautiful phrase, Mary calls Israel the servant of the Lord. The Lord came to his aid to save him. Israel is an obedient and humble servant in the words of Hosea. Israel was a servant, and I loved him. Those who refuse to be humble cannot be saved. They cannot say with the prophet, See, God comes to my aid. The Lord is the helper of my soul. But anyone who makes himself humble, like a little child, is greater in the kingdom of heaven. The promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. This does not refer to the physical descendants of Abraham, but to his spiritual children. These are his descendants, sprung not from the flesh only, but who whether circumcised or not, have followed him in faith. Circumcised as he was, Abraham believed, and this was credited to him as an act of righteousness. The coming of the Savior was promised to Abraham and to his descendants forever. These are the children of promise, to whom it is said, If you belong to Christ, then you are descendants of Abraham, heirs in accordance with the promise. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. 
The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Let us pray. O God, who, seeing the human race fallen into death, will to redeem it by the coming of your only begotten Son, grant, we pray, that those who confess his incarnation with humble fervor may merit his company as their Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-two minutes before the hour, a particularly beautiful gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday of the fourth week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Mary is visiting Elizabeth. Elizabeth has praised her and called the fruit of her womb blessed. And Mary responds with the Magnificat from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his posterity forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Thomas Aquinas once told his sister, that the first step to becoming a saint is to want it. And we could say the same thing for the virtue of humility. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Among the ways of attaining humility is, in the first place, ardently to desire it, to value it, and to ask God for it. Then our aim should be to foster docility and resolutely carrying out the advice received in spiritual direction, to receive fraternal corrections joyfully and thankfully, to accept humiliation in silence for love of God, to obey quickly and wholeheartedly, and above all, to strive to attain this precious virtue through the exercise of charity in continual details of cheerful service to others. Jesus is the supreme example of humility. No one has ever had a dignity comparable to his, and no one has ever served mankind with such tender care as he. 
I am among you as one who serves. If we imitate our Lord, we will accept others as they are and pay no attention to all those little annoyances which in themselves are of little importance. Humility disposes us to patience and helps us to be patient with our own defects and with the defects of the people around us. We will render many little services in the course of our daily lives without expecting anything in exchange. And we will learn from Jesus and Mary how to get along with everyone and to understand other people, defects and all. If we try to see others as our Lord sees them, it will be easy to accept them as he accepts them. When we meditate on those passages of the gospel that show the shortcomings of the apostles, we will learn not to be impatient with our own failings. Our Lord takes them into account, just as he also takes into account time, grace, and our own desires to improve in this or that virtue or in some particular aspect of our character. Let us finish our prayer in contemplation of our Holy Mother Mary by asking that she will obtain for us from her Son the virtue of humility which we need so much. Turn your eyes toward Mary. No creature ever surrendered herself to the plans of God more humbly than she. The humility of the handmaid of the Lord is the reason we invoke her as causa nostre laetitiae, the cause of our joy. Mary, in confessing herself the handmaid of the Lord, becomes the mother of the divine word and is filled with joy. May the rejoicing that is hers, the joy of our good mother, spread to all of us so that with it we may continually go to her and greet her, our Holy Mother Mary, and thus become more like Christ, her Son. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Come and rescue me, for you are my refuge and my strength. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Come and rescue me, for you are my refuge and my strength. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful. You are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. 
like a parched land. My soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was 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 in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. To you, you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Come and rescue me, for you are my refuge and my strength. Bless those, O Lord, who have waited for your coming. Let your prophets be proved true. Bless those, O Lord, who have waited for your coming. Let your prophets be proved true. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully on the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, Your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bless those, O Lord, who have waited for your coming. Let your prophets be proved true. Turn to us, O Lord. Make haste to help your people. Turn to us, O Lord. Make Make haste to help your people. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. 
He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars. He calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O oh, sing to the Lord, give thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warriors' strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him, in those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, was it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, you know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken, gather together those who have been scattered, and enrich us all from the plenitude of your eternal wisdom. Turn, Turn to, to us, O Lord. Lord. Make haste to, to help your people. From the book of Isaiah. Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above. Like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down. Let the earth open and salvation bud forth. Let justice also spring up. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your, Your light, light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. The moment that your greeting reached my ears, the child within my womb leapt for joy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, 
to to give his people knowledge of salvation by by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The moment that your greeting reached my ears, the child within my womb leapt for joy. To Christ our Redeemer, who comes to save us from our sins, let us cry out with joy. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. The prophets of old foretold your birth among us. Now make virtue come to life in us. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. We proclaim your saving work. Now grant us your salvation. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. You came to heal the contrite of heart. Heal the weaknesses of your people. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. You came and saw fit to reconcile the world. When you come again in judgment, free us from the torments of punishment. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who, seeing the human race fallen into death, will to redeem it by the coming of your only begotten Son, Grant, we pray, that those who confess his incarnation with humble fervor may merit his company as their Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air in just a few minutes with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid. A bit later on, I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.